Hey, hey, we did it. We got through it. Uh, you know, the, the, the time lapse in my reappearance to doing this wonderful podcast. I know that I try to be more uh, routine in my daily activities, my daily life. I like to be routine. I like to fit things in, you know, make make room, make some compromises. But every day is a, basically a day where I have to try to do the same things in a certain order, in a certain fashion, in order to keep my sanity. And then that way I can handle anything that might not go as planned because I can go always revert back to my comfortable routine. But when it comes to this wonderful podcast, I am not sticking with routine and doing this regularly. This is more like a, hey, I'm going to pop in because, hell, I have a microphone and I have a thought. And I want to say it into this little room for about an hour. And then I want to go ahead and post it into the world because I feel like I need to be heard, perhaps. So why why do they come on? What what brought me out of my what brought me out of my element, my cave, if you will? You know, uh, well, it was this. It was this. It was simply this. I found out that recently, and this is I, I might be late on this. All right, so I I don't know the timeline. I don't listen to modern music. I don't uh, listen to live radio that often, where they're where they're playing the music on on the AFM or Sirius or any of that stuff. So I just kind of have no idea. So. I got wind of the new uh, Fall Out Boy cover. Well, not necessarily cover, but uh, rendition, if you will, of We Didn't Start the Fire from Billy Joel. And I thought that was such a neat little idea. You know, it's a neat thing that I, I, I recognize there. Is that like, I think that it's a nice homage because I mean, I'm a big Billy Joel fan. I grew up a Billy Joel fan. My parents were Billy Joel fans. Yada, yada, yada. Billy Joel, Billy Joel. So... I, I like this song. I grew up on We Didn't Start the Fire, and you know I didn't know what the half of the stuff really meant, or most of it, to be honest with you. Maybe Mickey Mantle. I knew who Mickey Mantle was. Getting older and understanding what the lyrics actually are about, the, the, you're like, oh, it's pretty informative. You know, it's not, it's not informative. I, I just mean that it, it, it's a like current events. You know, so I thought that was pretty cool. Seeing that that now they have a new version of this. Like Fall Out Boy didn't just cover the song. They they did an homage, and they said, "Let's let's build on this. Let's let's do a modern version of it. We'd love to be, you know, the the, the spokesperson for the modern We Didn't Start to Fire song. And I think that would be amazing. I think that'd be. I think I think that's cool. But I also think that Fall Out Boy, in my personal opinion, I I like their music. I I like that style, that niche that they're in. I don't know what you call it, emo rock, but not emo emo. Uh, 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 no no no. What's the word? Steampunk type, they're steampunky to me. I like it. I like that attitude, uh, that style, you know. So I, I like them. So when they did this song, I, I listened to it, and um, I listened to it again, and I had my wife listen to it. So I, I, I like it. I like it. I think it's neat. Um, you know, just states of current events. And I'll let you read the lyrics. I don't want to spoil any of it for you, but it was interesting, uh, and I'm glad that they re- we did that. You know, and it made me think. Made me think that um, you know the Fall Out Boy is the like legit. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, we've all known they've been legit for a while. I mean, they've had albums for for what the decades, sixteen years maybe, give or take. So we all know that they were like legit, but I just find them to be fascinating because they are are, are such a great. The formula for their success is really cool. They're not looking to like be like unbelievably uh well known to an extent of 
always in the news, always having to be relevant every single day. You got to think about Fall Out Boy and this and that. Um, and I don't follow them on Instagram, so maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe social media will tell me differently. But, but in the news, in the general eyesight, uh, they don't seem to pop up that often. Every now and again, there might be like a sports-related uh, show or game, and they're on there. You know, but I don't think that uh, you hear that band name very often these days. But what I find fascinating is that you, they come back. They take a couple years off. They come back with a new album. And they, and they would, I don't know, I'm not, probably not going to listen to it. Maybe I will. Maybe I will now uh, if this becomes an album. Because I think it says it's a single. So uh, we'll see if it becomes an album. Maybe I'll uh, pop that in, you know, give that a try. And maybe I'll be great. You know, I don't know. I haven't listened to Paul Out Boy like in a while. It's been a while, but I, I like them. I, like I, I need to get my fix on them. But I like that they come back. They go away for a little while. They, they, they really work on their music themselves. They live their life. Then they come back. They, Let's get together. Let's make, make another, you know, uh, album come out and... And let's just do it. And they're, anyway, every like what, three years maybe they have like a hit that like reaches something, gets them noticed again, and they kind of disappear again. They don't need to be in the limelight all the time. They, they're what's right with our world, I think. And and I'll explain. They're not, they're the musical version. They're the musical version of of the San Antonio Spurs and the Chicago Blackhawks and the Boston Red Sox and the San Francisco Giants. You can argue maybe the New York Giants, but not not for a while. Or the Baltimore Ravens, maybe not a great argument. Maybe the Steelers. Point being, my 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 point is, those are sports teams, and those are teams that have uh, have won championships uh, in their leagues, and they've done it uh, multiple times. But they do it over the course of you know a decade or or a decade and a half. They win every couple of years. But they also don't do so well other years, and that's kind of how I feel about Fall Out Boy. You know that that mentality, that not mentality, that formula, that 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 certain wave that they're riding. You know they create their own waves, and their waves are, you know, we're here for for we're, we're serious, and if we want to be good, we'll be good. We'll win championships, and we want to be bad, we will be bad. You know whatever. We'll, we'll be build. We'll we'll think about things. You know we'll take breaks, and and that mentality is is to me very very healthy because it. It shows, it, it demonstrates that they, now let me just say this again, all right? This is mumbo jumbo, okay? What I'm saying, like in reality, is just my thoughts, okay? This is what I'm, I'm envisioning. I, I'm not speculating, I'm just speculating, like what, what could be, painting a beautiful picture on some of this. You know, we don't know. I, I, I can't swear that that's why they're winning all the time, but I think, it's a, I think it's important, but I'm sure there's other crap that goes on into their in the system not not illegal stuff just regular stuff but i like that they are are they're good and they, they, they but they're patient they don't need to win all the time they don't need to constantly be in the spotlight you know they they like being in the spotlight but they're not in the spotlight because they, they they really want to be they're in the spotlight because they have to be uh you know it's hard to not be in the spotlight when you win the nba championship it's hard to you know or when you win the super bowl or when you win the stanley cup even you're forced to be in the spotlight. That's big news, you know, for a lot of people out there. So you you have to be in the spotlight, right? <laughs> so I, I believe that we need to, you know, recognize that as something. I think there's a pattern there. I, I don't know much about these teams. I don't know much about the band, the Fall Out Boy, other than the fact that I, I understand that they don't put out hits every single week. And not all of their albums, uh, the songs on their albums are, are put into the mainstream media. I understand that. But they have something. They touch the surface of of spotlight every so often, and it gets the people to remember them. But they're not in your face all the time. It doesn't seem that way. 
it just it just builds a certain kind of discipline. I, I think it puts out the message of discipline. Let me say it that way. Whether these guys are doing it strategically or this is just a happenstance, it still shows everybody that it's happening, and it allows us to kind of see what it's like to uh, what what patience and understanding looks like. The Spurs have five championships. They don't have them all on a row, but they don't have zero either. They, you know, they have five championships. They did it their way, the way they wanted to do it, however they needed to do it. They didn't need it all the time, and maybe that's why they were so successful. Uh, you know, when you look at other teams, or maybe even other musicians, but let's go back to teams. If you look at other teams, they're always trying to, uh, not always, not all of them, but a lot of the bigger names, the um, New York Yankees, the New York Mets, the Dodgers, the, I don't know, that's it. let's go with those three for right now. Uh, you could throw the San Diego Padres on there. You know, these are teams that uh, that they have big markets and they have lots of money to spend and they want to try to buy pieces to help fit their puzzle a little bit easier. And, you know, that's a strategy. It's a strategy, but I don't think that strategy works very often. It doesn't, for the results, the amount of money they're spending, the amount of effort and uh, in trying to isolate uh, players into one team and kind of tear parity in, in pieces, I think there is something to say about that they're not i don't want to say it's cheating it's not cheating it's legal it's smart it's a strategy i get it but i'm trying to uh, it cheapens maybe i'll say it cheapens the the integrity of the sport i'm not trying to judge them right this moment i'm just trying to understand them uh you know maybe they 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 don't they're afraid of 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 leaving the spotlight the new york yankees is a big brand for a big time i mean they've always been big because they've had many championships to remind us about how great they are and you know, they in the '90s, early 2000s, they were everything. They were everything. I mean, they were winning every championship. You know, you got Derek Jeter. You know, and he, you know, everyone. You know, Joe, Joe Torre, and uh, you know a bunch of other guys. Knobloch, uh, what's his name? Number nine, Scott Brocious. You know, good for them. Good for them. You know, Paul O'Neill. All right, Tino Martinez. Right. I'm starting to remember some of these names. Warrior Basada. Whatever. They're big names, Bernie Williams and Mariano Rivera, um, Andy Pettit, probably, Roger Clemens. So we know these guys. They're in the spotlight. They were, you know, oh, the New York Yankees, man. You know, it's like America's team. They just, they were inch stripes. They were, they were an image, you know? And I think that they were very in the spotlight for a long time. They sold a lot of different kinds of hats, uh, caps, you know, and they were, you know, your traditional blue but also you add all these other colors like lime green and red and orange and yellow and and, and purple and they would all sell all the time they were just non-stop selling because they were very popular and it was a it was a trend it was a brand it was a it was it was a fad but it was amazing and they kept themselves in the spotlight started to slip away and you know i don't think people forget about the yankees i think they still know the yankees but i don't think they know the yankees as well as they used to and the yankees are trying to chase that 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 high. I think a team like the Yankees, and I, again, I'm not a huge baseball guy, so like, please understand that that I could be statistically wrong about some of the stuff I'm saying. I will accept that, but just follow my lead here for a minute, and let me take you on a little adventure of understanding where I'm coming from as a, as a basically casual viewer. The, the, the Yankees were, were in the spotlight, and it meant something. In New York, I'm not talking about the players necessarily, but the Yankees as, a, as an organization. They, they they had this they struck gold and they just they melted it for all it was worth and it was beautiful and it was they were winning and winning and winning they went four in a row they went back they, they the diamond back ah the flower ah you know it was just oh man it was something it was a, they were on top of the world 
But how they got to the top of the world, I think, has to do with the fact that they had a team. They kept playing well together, and they grew together. And then they were able to start building and getting better. I mean, that's what players do when they... They, they, they start to work with other players. They build the team chemistry and it picks up the team's morale and it helps them focus more on the game, play better, all that stuff, right? And that's how they get better. I think the Yankees did that. They had a, a system there, but then, but then uh, you know, they started to sell out a little bit, try to keep their name in, in relevance. And ever since, I mean, they still try to do that. They've only won one in 2009. They've been there, you know, in the playoffs about like five years in a row now i don't know they're doing they're always a competitive team but they're never a winning team and it and it's and it's like okay dude you gotta like think about it think about it man you need to go away for a little while maybe let some of your players go to other teams build other strong strengths everyone loves an underdog i guarantee you that everyone will love the yankees again if they just go away you know they sell out they, they just rebuild go raw just go bare bones you know, get these minor league guys, get them in there. The Scranton Red Barons, get them in there. You want to throw a Bowie Bay sock in there? Go ahead and throw a Bowie Bay sock in there. But what I think you need to do is you have to get in there and get deep and get to the root of who the New York Yankees really are. And then what you're going to do is you're going to build that team up. You're going to start to get bigger and better, start to understand the game, start to focus on what you're doing and getting hits and building a better and stronger you. Not buying a better or stronger you, but building a better, stronger you, a better foundation, a stronger foundation, right? And then you'll start to, you'll start to, you'll be in the shitter for like three seasons. You'll be like, and you know, you'll win maybe sixty games a season. Um, you'll be a, you know, nothing. You'll be a fart in the wind. Then one year, you're gonna be like, oh, here they go. They're over five hundred now. Here we go, right? They're they're over five hundred. There's a little tingle. There's a little tingle. Hey, look, you guys see the Yankees are doing pretty good this year. Yeah, yeah, they're doing pretty rad. They're doing all right, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna picking it up. I'm noticing it. They're, they're picking it up, right? You start to become the buzz. The buzz is buzzing again, you know? The buzz is buzz, is buzz, 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 right? So then you go up there, and you're like, next year, oh my God, here they go, wild card. They made the wild card. Here they go, right? It's slow. It's very slow. But my God, you know, they do this on every show. I mean, watch Castle, right? It's a build up for four seasons until love starts to connect. Okay, so like, they just tease you, tease you, tease you, tease you, because they they want you in, they want you in, and then you're sucked in, right? But once you blow your load and they get together, it dwindles off, right? So that's that's why it's not healthy. But what you need to do is you need to build back. Here we go, build back better Biden, right? (laughs) My man. So look, you need to build back. The team starts to build, rebuild itself. It becomes a better team, and they start winning with pride and integrity, and everyone loves them because they're just, oh, they're doing it right this time. And then you're really the people's champion. You're the people's champion. And then you win a World Series, everyone will fucking explode. All over the world, the Yankees are back. They are back. That's it. They are back, and they're unstoppable because they built themselves from the bottom to the top. Now we're here. Right? It's important. You got to recognize that. You got to recognize the, the, the dedication it took to build a team, to be smart, to make moves. Yeah, it takes a little bit of time. You're going to have to step away because you're really hurting yourself. Your brand is not really great anymore. You're weakening. People are forgetting you. You're not as important. You're not as cool. You're not successful. Your strategy is weak. It's weak. And when you take all the players from from all the other teams, then the the bad teams, they don't have any really great players to build on. They just get their ass kicked by all the other really good teams. 
So it's very difficult. You're 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 pushing down. You know the rest of the league. You're 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 drowning them, and that's what. And I don't think that's fair to the league. I think the MLB is failing because of that exact reason. Because you're failing to fucking give a shit about other teams. You got to sacrifice for the good of the sport. You want to make money and make more money. You're making less money though. Think about it. You're making less if you just take the loss now, rebuild, and then you'll make even more than you ever could imagine. I mean, dude, haven't you ever like invested in anything in your life? You know, this is not you don't just throw money at things. You gotta take a second and think, what the hell am I doing here? We're not winning anything. We're not winning a fucking thing. See, like Fall Out Boy, they they're not trying to prove anything. They just know they have good music when they wanna because they take their time, they put patience in their music, they they do stuff like probably write their own music. They probably just love music so much that they just they they, they just enjoy playing it and then they make us an album. And there's honor there. And their music is good. It's good quality, good product, good ideas. I think that's important. I think that it builds patience and understanding. I mean, we think we all need that. I don't have the greatest patience. Well, I work on it, I suppose. I work on it, but um, I'm not great at it still. I mean, that shows a lot in a lot of ways. Uh, but I am getting better. You know, it's tough. It's tough. Sometimes you just need fresh air to see where you are. You know, it, it goes along with, you know, from whether I'm teaching you know, maybe it's the maybe it's the environment. Maybe it's the school. Maybe it's me. But sometimes maybe all you need is some fresh air, new perspective, and see if you're making any changes over the years. If it's having any effect on other people. You know, maybe I'm better at teaching at a different type of school now because I've had some practice. Maybe it hasn't been good success, but maybe I'm still uh, built a certain way now. Know what to look for. Maybe. It's tough to think about that all the time. You hit in the face with that stuff. You know, your 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 strengths and your weaknesses. It's sometimes it gets exhausting. It beats down on a person, I think. So what I'm trying to get back to is I'm not perfect. I don't have patience, but I know that I have those problems. So I'm trying to, or well, maybe not problems. They're problems for me. They're struggles, challenges, whatever. I don't have those skill sets, right? You know, so I'm trying to build on them. And I think that seeing those types of things happen in the media, because we're very much a big follower of, of trendiness from the media, whether it's social media or you know, cable or whatever, the media is important because that's where a lot of us get our trends and our ideas from. It's fine. I get it. It's just, it's just the way the world talks to us. So we can know what the world is giving us when we go out in the day. Great. I think it's important to put the right messages out there, as anyone else should, right? That's what we're trying to do. Propaganda this, propaganda that, painting a story that that means hope and love. You know, that, that, that that's what, like, sports try to do. They don't know how to do it because they're trying to be unscripted and unreal. But in a way, they are kind of manipulating certain things and certain outcomes in, in all kinds of ways. It's trying to do that to paint certain story. Comeback stories are always great. Comeback stories are fantastic. So sometimes they squeeze those in. But then they also have the other stories where like money buys happiness type stuff. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Maybe they're just trying to... But the point is, the NFL... I'm not, I, I criticize the NFL. But in a way, thinking about it, is they are able to control everything we think and feel. Because everyone loves the NFL. Something happened, I don't know, but the stories, the, the, the games got closer, people got more interested, things were more crazy, everyone loved it, we build, we build, we build, right, the fan base, they're addicted, they love the high, so what happens? Well, here's what happens, the high kind of wears off a bit, but we are still trying to chase it, but while 
we are trying to chase the high. The NFL is trying to say, look, man, we can do whatever the hell we want. You're still going to come after us. So uh, why don't we make an extra game? You know, let's throw a, a 17th game in. Let's add a seventh wild card team, playoff team. What, what are we doing? That's that's not symmetrical. That is not healthy. There are a lot of people out there who like they like their particulars. And when you have symmetry in, in, in a sport... It is kind of a beautiful thing. It's it, it, like it's like a balancing act, and everything's balanced, and you feel safe. But when you throw in these odd and odds and ends, what do you call ins and outs? When you throw all the oddities, the oddities, the oddities. When you throw in these oddities, like a seventh playoff team or a seventeenth game, you're really screwing up everything. The scheduling is messed up. Everything is messed up. People don't like that. You, you, but you, it's very insulting because you know that the fans are still going to watch. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, you know, you, you believe it or not, they're not going to have to. Uh, yeah, they're not going to wear cleats anymore. They're just going to wear, uh, you know, chainsaws as fucking shoes. Can you believe that? One step, they'll chop their fucking leg right, like, right off, right off, slice it right off. Yeah, man, you know. But you know, you got to watch it because you never know what's going to happen. It's so exciting. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to do more stuff that's going to kind of irritate people, but they're still going to watch it. And it's a hard it's a hard drug to get off of. But my props to the NFL is that they have that ability to tell you what you want to do. And, and that's why the Super Bowl is so big, because it is the nation's, like, if something's going to happen, it's happening right there. And everyone is zoomed in on this moment. And all of a sudden... You know, nothing happens. This is so crazy how powerful they are. So they can send out whatever message they want. Now I know they try to get kind of, they they try to stay up, you know, for the people. You know, they're very, they have more liberal thoughts these days. So maybe they put more of that out there. But like everyone just takes it, and it's it's a perfect way to control the world. It's a very good spotlight to cast on everyone, and everyone can feel like this means something. But it really means nothing. It's nothing. What makes this any different than the WNBA? They have teams. They have comp- competition. They have seasons. They have playoffs. They work hard. Why does nobody give a shit about them? Because the messages that have always been said have been the WNBA is stupid. It's a women's version of the men's version, the real version. It's not real basketball. That's what they say. That's what they've, And they still say that shit. They still say it. They still say that the WNBA, and you know what's funny though? Some people don't say it anymore, but they don't want, I don't know that they're watching the games. I don't know that it's picking up steam. It's all talk. Nobody wants to watch it. They just, they just don't make fun of it anymore. But the thing is, why don't we want to watch it? Why are we not interested in that? You know, there's people playing a competitive sport, sweating like everyone else, getting Gatorade thrown on their asses. You know, like wh- what's the difference? Why are we not interested in that? It's interesting how our brains are so stuck on certain things and we can't seem to give a shit about other things. Why can't we acknowledge the WNBA is a legitimate sport? Why is it such a task? Is it so hard to believe? I mean, it just you're watching the same shit. So like I I don't I don't know why men's sports it just they've been around longer maybe I don't know they've been or or maybe they've just been advertised as awesome and everyone's always been advertising the female sports as bullshit and nothing it's a joke. I don't think it's a joke. I think it's legit. I think it's legit. Why can't it be legit? 
Why does it have to be a fucking joke? Why do you have to be an asshole or a loser to watch the WNBA when I, when I should be out there watching the fucking fireworks? Don't you understand? The fireworks are dumber than anything. I had a rant about that. Fireworks are stupid. They're always going to be stupid, but people still want to see them. Why? I don't know. We're stupid. We're dumb-minded. We're easy fucking thinkers. Let's just look at lights that go in a chandelier form almost every time. Like, what the fuck, man? Come on. And you gotta wait in the parking lot for 45 minutes. Such a dumb idea. So, I think that the NFL has a power. You gotta acknowledge the power. Amazon is kind of like a power. Music, I don't know. I'm not really, you know, who's in the spotlight all the time. I know Taylor Swift is in the... That's not necessarily her fault. She doesn't... She's probably... She does take time off in between albums or whatever, but they play more of her hits from each album, so it seems like she doesn't go away. I don't know if that's what she wants. I don't know what the deal is. She seems like somebody who's semi-genuine as a person, so maybe she doesn't really want that, but they do it anyway. Or the money pays her. I don't know. Can't judge a person for trying to make a living, I guess. But you can judge people for what messages they put out to people. You know, they need to, they need to stop putting these messages out there that people are, are good. We're not good. We're not good. We're saying the words. We're not doing the actions. Look around you. We're, we're doing terrible out there. The Yankees, you're spending money on nothing, dude. You're not good. You're not good. Okay? The Spurs, five championships. Did they win them all in a row? No, they took breaks. Because that was their strategy. And they figured five championships is better than trying to go to the NBA Finals every year and winning one. Like a lot of these teams, like the Green Bay Packers. Now, I can't judge the NFL for that because they have a different situation with the money and all that. They don't just buy their teams. But the mentality is semi-close where, the, where, where they... That's they, nah, a terrible example. Forget it. So I think we need to just focus on the messages. And then we have to respect things like when Fall Out Boy comes out with a kind of a artsy, hipster... Yeah, hipster. Uh, hipster song. And they, oh yeah, Fall Out Boy's still around. Good for them. Everyone says that. I bet you. Oh, good for those fucking guys, man. They did it. They're back. I love it. All right, we'll see you a couple years. Keep doing your thing. And they're just, they're just, that's it. Pop-ins. We're still here. We're still great. We don't want the spotlight. Just want you to know we're out there and good music is being made. I want to let you know we're out there and good, honest basketball is still being played. I want to let you know that baseball is being played. We are doing it right. And we don't make close calls. We kick ass. We take charge. When those teams won, they really dominated. And that's what tells you. That's what tells you that they're not just trying to make a storyline. They're here to kick ass, take names, run away. Boom. Done. Spurs did it five times. The Red Sox did it at least three times in the 2000s. Uh, the, the Blackhawks did it three years, three times every other year or so. The San Francisco Giants did it three times. Maybe four. I don't know. I think three. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? You don't need to do it every year, but you need to do it sometimes. And the best way to do that is to recognize your failures and and rebuild. Rebuild who you are and rebuild your team. So that's the beauty of it. That's what the beauty of what Fall Out Boy represents. To me, they represent patience, understanding, generosity, consideration. But strong, productive, hard work can generate solid thoughts and ideas and creative mind beautiful so take a break sometimes recharge i love you